everyone. Thanks for listening to Totally Off Topic. Katie here. On behalf of all the Tot Gals, thanks for your support. To win some swag, learn some more about the show, and interact with us, follow Broken Drift Productions on Instagram, YouTube, and subscribe to the podcast. Now get ready for this awesome episode. Totally off topic. The show where we talk about everything, anything, and Britney Spears. That's right. Me and the girls are back, and we are recapping the very popular, the very juicy uh, framing Britney Spears by the New York Times. So I am excited to be here with my best gal pals. Please welcome Hillary Hudson. Hi. Carrie Gallagher. Hey. And Katie Kay. What up? What up? By the way, make sure you subscribe to Broken Drift on YouTube where you're going to get all of the hot goss as soon as it drops. We've got hot stuff dropping for you every single week. It's a good time. And, you know, today it's Brittany. Tomorrow it's The Bachelor. You never know what it's going to be next. Your mom? I'm not sure. Um, all right. Ladies, let's talk about this. Everybody's talking about this documentary. So we're like, we need to watch it. We need to talk about it. Um, what was your first impression um, kind of going into this documentary? I'm going to start with you, KG. Uh, what made you think we should watch this? So I love Britney Spears. I have been a fan of hers forever. I bought her CD. I know all the dance moves. I have loved Britney Spears since she first came into my life in 1999. I had very low expectations for the documentary. I feel like I've already seen everything. I know a lot about the conservatorship uh, battle and it's not popular, but I'm going to say it. I don't think this documentary like delivered and fired on all cylinders. That's just my opinion. Okay. I think that might be a common opinion. Uh, Katie K, what about you? What, what did you think about the documentary and what's your feelings on Brittany? Yeah. So I actually was one of those kids that wasn't really allowed to get super into Brittany because I was raised like super religious um, then I like really dove into her on my own later in life and I'm obsessed and follow her on social media already knew about the conservatorship and stuff and the free Britney movement. I thought that this documentary was going to be like extra juicy things that I did not know yet, um, was ready to consume it the instant it was released. And I felt like I, when it ended, I was like, but like I knew all that. So I kind of think maybe it was for middle America or people that just aren't super on the tabloids or just anyone that may not have known so much about this story. Yeah, I see that. Hillary, you were one who started bringing up in our other shows, in our other Totally Off Topic re recaps about like Britney's Instagram. You're, you're a fan. Have you always been a fan, Hillary? Um, no, I think it was same time, like 1999, I became a fan. I have seen her in concert a couple of times. I've like flown to Vegas to see her in concert with some friends and cause she was really popular when I was like 21. So that was like, I mean, 
when she was wearing her thongs on the outside of her jeans, I was 21. So we all were too. I mean, that was just kind of the thing. And so, um, I love her. And I, again, I was super disappointed (laughs) with this documentary. Um, I, I think that she has like, if you follow her on social media, she has been losing it or like showing signs of whatever. Um, and I, I'm excited to talk about that later, but I, I just think again, like Katie said, this was not a documentary for people who are Britney fans. It was a documentary for people who maybe don't know anything about her and who now are like shocked that this all happened. But like, I think for everybody else, the only thing I did like, well, yeah, anyway, yes, that's it. <laughs> well, I agree. I was a little disappointed at the documentary because I think, it le- I feel like it left a lot of things out. Um, but one of the big stories that came out even this weekend was about Justin Timberlake apologizing. So that was one thing that made me really, really want to watch this. And I do recall in a previous Totally Off Topic, I said I didn't really like Justin Timberlake for these same reasons. Um, Katie, I'm getting some serious vibes. Talk to me, Katie K. I'm decomposing. Okay. Um, I, he is my numero uno celebrity crush since the beginning of time to the end of time. Every iteration of him, frosted tips or no, actor, SNL cast member, singer, extraordinaire. Um, so whenever he was in mega heat earlier this week, I was like, please, God, no, don't let it be so. And I must say, unimpressed by the doc. First of all, it was like five minutes of the documentary was about him. Second of all, we're going to have to start canceling every single female artist who's been cheated on and written a song about it then. Beyonce, to the left, to the left. I, d- he was... They never confirmed or denied if she cheated. Everyone she did. She, did. she cheated with Wade Robson so, from the Michael Jackson documentary. Oh, so you want right. to the hot goss? The radio people that interviewed him, or like whatever media spun it for her to be the town slut, and that's bad. But I don't think that Justin Timberlake being cheated on and upset about it, and writing a song about it, and filming an epic music video the cornerstone of my generation anyways my thought is no apology needed and you were cheated on as a tween the end that, sorry that is sorry <laughs> so passionate about that part KG, what do you think okay so the end but also part two <laughs> i I am a huge Justin Timberlake fan. When Justified came out, that is like what was on our Power Hour mix in college. Freshman year of college, we were ripping shots of Coors Light in Hayden Dormitory. That's what we were doing. I love Justin Timberlake. I think what I didn't realize, and yes, Katie, to your point, this is independent of Justin Timberlake, but just how much he milked something that happens pretty regularly in relationships and literally got a leg up for the rest of his career, never had to deal with it. And that is like the first thing people think of now when they think of Britney Spears, they think of, oh, especially if you're like my age and Hillary's age, oh yeah, she like cheated on Justin Timberlake. Like we don't think of, oh my gosh, Britney Spears is the reason Super Bowl halftime shows are a thing. Britney Spears is the reason that like female pop stars 
like catapulted into success in the early 2000s when it was all about boy bands. Unfortunately, and again, this doesn't have to do with Justin, but she got labeled the town slut and had a scarlet letter on her chest. And it's the first thing people think of when they think of Britney Spears. It's either her mental health or the whole thing that went down with Justin Timberlake. So that's my problem with it because she's so much more than that bad decision, that mistake. And I'm pulling this out of the vault. If you remember in Dirty Pop, the video, Wade Robinson had to take the place of who, who is the Joey old Fatone. dude in NSYNC? Joey Fatone, because he, he uh, sprained his ankle. So Wade Robinson actually danced in Dirty Pop. And that was the guy that Britney allegedly hooked up with. That's still, I think Wade has confirmed it, but I don't even think Britney has said anything about it. But Wade is a cute Like he is a good looking young person. Um, okay. <laughs> So, well, I feel weird because he was in the Michael Jackson documentary. So I don't want to, it's just, I don't know what the rules are. So, um, go ahead, Kit Hillary. I, I just want to say, so I think it's bad that Justin Timberlake feels like he has to apologize. I think that he did. I think that Carrie's right. He did absolutely milk it for everything that it was worth, but also he was like a 20 something year old kid who's like, girl first love or girlfriend had like cheated on him supposedly with his like backup dancer and choreographer like the adults in the room who were interviewing him and like diane sawyer and like all those people like shame on them they really were the responsible adults in your when you're in your 20s you're really not an adult i'm sorry you're just not not in your early early 20s and so he's like being interviewed by these people in their 40s and 50s who are asking about an intimate relationship between children and of course he's gonna respond and of course he's gonna do the things that he did and he should get a pass he was a kid and he was angry and his feelings were hurt and and, so and yeah go ahead no, I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, I mean, I just think like it sucks. They had an intimate relationship and he he should have kept that private. But also, like, I'm sure that the two of them have dealt with it since then. And we're dragging him for something that happened 20 some years ago between him and his teenage girlfriend. And like, shouldn't the adults and the the VJs and the disc jockeys and all those people be the ones that are responsible because they're the ones that were asking her if she was a virgin on air or like whatever. That actually actually brings up, I mean, it's a bigger point than just Justin Timberlake, because if we look at this from Mickey Mouse Club, Brittany, this, this, that Brittany right there, you know, all the way, as long as she was young, sweet and virginal, everybody liked her. Right. The little controversy, you know, she's still sexy, cool schoolgirl outfit. But the minute she kind of didn't do, you know, it, it, it was that turn, everybody turned on her. And the one thing I think in the documentary, I think that they placed very well was about the Monica Lewinsky situation. And that's another one where if you look back to how she was treated and how that went down, I think it was totally wrong. And there's a really great um, last week with John Oliver that did a really good interview about it. I recommend everybody watch it, but where, you know, basically how like Leno and Letterman, like they're using them as the the punchline to every single joke. Well, what about Justin or what about, you know, other factors, you know, it turned into like, she, she she just took all the brunt of everything. So that kind of led to the meltdown, which 
I think we were all there for, right? Um, let's think about that meltdown and that time frame. What do you remember the most? Like what stood out to you during that time? Um, I'm gonna start with you, Katie. And I believe we were probably all in different places and times in our lives. So I think this is a really interesting question. Katie, what, what was the biggest part of the meltdown for you? Yeah, I, it was the shaved head thing um, is like all I vividly remember. Um, I just remember being, I mean, I was definitely one of those people that was like, I guess she lost it. She like shaved her head. Like I was definitely too flippant about it and wasn't, I, I don't think I was old enough to even address my own mental health. So I definitely wasn't thinking about hers. Um, yeah. So just like age wise, that's all I really remember. Cause I, again, that was when I wasn't really allowed to dabble in Britney. So <laughs> that wasn't cool. I, I did kind of think it was cool with the, um, that guy who she flipped out on, like hearing it from his perspective, although I didn't take his side. What about you, KG? Yeah, that guy was, a he's delusional. Um, so I was, I was out of college. I was, I was living back home with my dad in Westchester, Pennsylvania. And before some sports game, I can't remember, I think maybe it was like the Flyers game, like Entertainment Tonight would always be on before the pregame stuff. And they were one of the ones that covered it and they had the pictures of her holding the umbrella and like shaving the head and like going after the car. And I remember my dad was just like, they just need to leave that poor girl alone. Like yeah. that was my, like, I feel like my dad and I had similar perspectives where he was seeing it from a fatherly perspective, like this poor girl, like she is out here doing her best. And then we come to find out that most likely she had severe postpartum. She can't see her kids. There's all sorts of like terrible things going on for her. And it, and instead we're boxing her in and we're watching her like a zoo animal. And I remember as a fan, I remember just thinking like, holy, like I, I just felt so bad for her. And it brought me back to her first album where she talked about lucky, like she's so lucky. She's a star. Yeah. But she, I, I remember just thinking she must be so lonely. I didn't understand like the whole mother children thing. I, I could not relate to that, but I just felt like, I just felt so bad for her. I just felt terrible. Um, and Michael Moore kind of commented that in, in one of the clips. I thought it, I was like, I don't remember anybody saying just leave her alone um, in, in the media. So you're right. I turned to Hillary when we were watching this last night and I was like, I remember like every week thinking she's going to die. She's going to like the next thing is going to be. There was a lot of Marilyn Monroe vibe, especially when they had wheeled her out that one night and it was like that Hacienda style mansion she had. And I was like, this is like, this is happening, you know, um, and, and thank God it didn't. Um, but uh, it was scary. I also think of the um, Paris, uh, Lindsay Lohan and Brittany hanging out together. Um, that was one that stood out for me. Hillary, what about you? What stood out for you during that meltdown time frame? Um, I, I remember just being like, okay, she's losing her mind. But I just want to, beyond commenting on what happened then, I just want to comment on like, I am a mother. I have had two boys and I did go through postpartum depression with my second um, son. I went on um, antidepressants right after the birth of my first son uh, in anticipation. And so I didn't have an issue. But with my second, I did have postpartum depression. And 
I can tell you that if I was divorcing my husband and I, my kids had been taken away from me and somebody wouldn't let me see them two times in one night, I had been denied seeing my kids. I definitely would have done a lot more than smash in somebody's window if they didn't get out of my face. Like they're lucky that that's all that happened. Postpartum depression is no joke. People don't talk about it. People didn't talk about mental health back then. They weren't talking about, they definitely weren't talking about postpartum depression. Like having a baby is on your body and your brain. And you become a person who you don't know who you are for like a good handful of years. If you are affected with postpartum depression right after your baby's born, it is a very serious thing. And like, if you don't deal with it and then you are on all kinds of drugs and you start drinking and whatever, she could still be being affected by it, even though her kids are so old. I mean, it's just really sad that we as a nation and like all the doctors and her family and everybody around her couldn't recognize or didn't understand or weren't educated on what she was going through. Because I, I, I really now as an adult looking back, like I really feel for her. I feel very bad for her. Yeah. Well, another thing that was going around this time, and I'm, to me, this is a big deal for me. I like, I, it's a really point, like a point for me, was the Sam Lefty or any other people like the leeches. Um, and I feel like that's one, one of the things that really led to the conservatorship. And I did notice once her dad got involved, like in that moment, everything after that went pretty well for a while, but she had a lot of those people just kind of um, like that Sam Lefty, I think he was like trying to be her manager or her manager. He was telling her what to do. Did you guys pick up on that? Or do you have any thoughts on that? It was just major skeezy vibes. Like I, it really showed like this series of unfortunate events and people that she was in contact with. And that's why I was more startled by the absolutely delusional paparazzi, the leeches that showed up out of the woodwork the Diane Sawyer, the like, so I feel like that's what I wish that people took away from this was like putting their heads on sticks, like more so like the grown ass adult people with no mental health issues that didn't date her, like not even Kevin Federline, like he wasn't even like, obviously things transpired between them and maybe he wasn't perfect, but like, let's look at the sane adults and why the fuck they took so much advantage of her and watched her just like decompose yes good point and how come nobody um i feel petty for this but if you think about it how come nobody was there to like prep her do her hair during that time she always looked like things were not together like you could see her her extensions in the back and like isn't like if you were her or if you had that much money and, and fame, like, wouldn't you have somebody like, heck, we do that. We're like, hey, fix my hair and make sure that nothing's showing. Like, she always looks so disheveled and not right. And that was odd to me, too. Yeah. And lots of I kept thinking that I understand that she was like Miss Midwest or small town girl and went to drive throughs and stuff. But I was thinking that of like, for her mental health, why didn't she send someone to the convenience store or to the McDonald's for her? If you know you're gonna get mobbed with your infant in the car. Like. Yeah. That, was, that, that was odd. 
so then things were good, right? Like her dad intervened. And I remember during that time, like, oh, good. Finally, somebody's taking care of her. And that was a good thing. But fast, and then we kind of all forgot about Britney. I don't know if that's true because other people were very into Britney. The Vegas residency was a big deal. Um, this is the height of Hillary's uh, Britney. Um, I think maybe this is where I stopped watching Britney then. But what was going on with the Vegas thing, Hillary? And then like she had a residency and then she did it. So yeah, so I went and saw her in Vegas when she, before her, the one that she was like during her first residency. Um, and actually my, my girlfriend and I went and we saw her and I'm not entirely sure it was her the entire time. Um, there was like definitely two different people who were really like one was really sharp dancer and one was like a little bit easier. Um, they definitely danced different. And one, when they were on stage, always had like a hat real low. We had pretty good seats and uh, my friend is a dancer. And so she and I would be like, I don't think that her I don't know if that's it true or not but like that is definitely my opinion I would say that it probably wasn't her the whole time but she was great she was amazing she was definitely lip-syncing but it was Britney Spears and you were super close and you never went to see Britney Spears sing anyway you went to see her dance because I can dance her ass off uh and then I remember she was gonna like have a new residency but I didn't know actually I didn't know about how she just walked through and then didn't do anything. I didn't, I had never heard about that before, but I do remember that she was going to have a new one and saying like, Oh, I definitely want to go see her new one. And then obviously never have done that. So was a lot of that stuff. And you guys tell me here, do you think a lot of that stuff was because like, well, I'm tired of my dad controlling everything. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to make any more money until I have some freedom. Like, was that what was going on? Yeah, I mean, her dad is the lead conservator on the on all of the paperwork and, and the documentation. So he essentially makes 1.5% of whatever the trust is making. And she he is in charge up until recently. He was sole, he was the sole decision maker for her person, I think is what they were calling it in the documentary and her finances. So he could essentially sign contracts on her behalf, tell her when to work, um, was able to really control her life. And the only way she could kind of have some sort of control or execute her own will was by not working, like literally just breaches of contracts. And that's really expensive. So when she did what she did at MGM, she kind of fucked herself and a lot of other people. Um, and, you know, that was the only thing I think she could do to, to try to change something or get some attention on this. Um, because if she kept working, she was just going to keep making money um, and essentially be a puppet for, for her dad. I was going to ask, oh, sorry. I was going to say, Carrie, as our resident law expert, what for what are the, what are conservatorships for? Like who, what is this normally built for? Is it for pop stars or like, where would you see this in the normal world? No, I think the documentary did a really good job. Like case in point, conservatorships are usually for elderly individuals who become mentally incapacitated, whether it's mm -hmm dementia or physically, and they can't take care of their person or they can't um, make the best decisions with their finances. I mean, think about so many individuals, once they get older, they, they get a random call and they're, before you know it, they're giving yeah. people their social security number, you know? So there's, 
there's certain instances where conservatorship is absolutely important and safe and the right thing to do for the conservatee. But in this instance, when Brittany is starting to show, and I don't know if she runs her Instagram, there's still a lot of debate about that. But for someone who's able to get up on stage every night and dance and be around her kids and be in a relationship with another adult, for her not to be able to have some decisions of whether or not she wants to take Advil or an antidepressant, or if she wants, you know, all of those things are very troublesome at this point in time. Also, I was going to say, I don't know if this is fake news or not, but I had read somewhere that her conservatorship does not extend to Hawaii. And so that's why she goes on vacation and spends so much time in Hawaii because she has a little bit more control over her life when she's there. I had read this like a year ago or something. And, and she is there quite a bunch. If you follow her, she'll go there for like months at a time. Interesting. Um. I thought that the, I might be backtracking, but I was thinking about how the kids thing was yield, like wielded against her, like that control. Um, on I think to, so to too, Mary. I think her dad was like, Brittany, if you sign this, you'll see the boys, you'll be able to see them at holidays, you'll celebrate birthdays with them. I mean, I can't imagine being a mom and not signing whatever that I would cut off my arm for, for yeah. my nieces and nephews, you know, and they're not even mine. So I, I think, I think he definitely held that over her head. I think whatever she was suffering from in 2008, 2009, I feel like she's done better. She's grown. She's healthier. I don't really, I mean, I don't know for sure, but she also doesn't need to be on her own with all of her money. Like she can have a fiduciary, you know, somebody to, to help her with all of that stuff and she can live and do the things she wants. So that leads me to probably my last big question is, does Brittany need to be a conservatee or under a conservatorship? Ugh, if you follow her on social media, uh, she probably should have somebody who helps her manage her finances and her business portfolio and all of that. Now that I don't necessarily agree that that should be her father. I think that a bank or whoever, there are people with a lot less money than Britney Spears who who hire businesses and hire people to help them manage their finances and manage their, their business because she, she's basically a business. And so I think she probably definitely needs something because like she played, she released the video of her playing with sand the other day for like five minutes. And I'm like, okay, she's on, off her meds or something, but like <laughs> she should probably needs some help, yeah. but I don't, I definitely think she needs away from her dad. Yeah. yeah. Katie, what do you think? Um, so people also are saying that it's possible she's being given, um, drugs for a disorder she doesn't have. And that could be why she's so deranged on social media. I think multiple things can be true at once of this. I think it's possible that she has untreated and undiagnosed, like mental break issues that happen from all of the stress, like untreated postpartum and massive anxiety and panic attacks and all of the above. So I think she can have all of that and have like a psychotic family. He, they kept saying that her dad 
was like not in her life for most of the time and he had issues with alcohol like he shouldn't be in charge of her money I she probably needs help like a bank to help her uh that have no vested interest in 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 making money off of her and she probably needs like she needs mental health help and to be left alone also so like I think she definitely snapped and this is ins- it's sad to watch the like this person unravel but she should definitely be freed from her dad's like grip yeah hey carrie what was the most recent wasn't there a court ruling or something what was the most recent kind of news about the conservatorship yeah just this past summer um i think it was maybe august um the judge ruled that jamie was not going to be the solo conservator listed and a fiduciary was also listed. So there's a large bank that's also involved, but Jamie still is involved with all of the finances and her person. So he was not removed, but they did add on some kind of like big national bank, I guess. Um, one thing that it just, it almost scares me when I, when I watch this and you think about it, cause it's like, Free Britney, let her out from under it. And if you think about her father, unfortunately it's her father, but if, I don't have to say you, but if a person had gained control of money and person and power, why would they ever give it up? Look at how hard recently people fought to stay in power. And it sucks that that's his own daughter, but why would he give it up? You know, he's getting paid. He has control and future control. So um, it is a really sad situation. Can I just say real quick that I absolutely do not think she should be under a conservatorship at all, at all. Okay, tell me more, why? I just think it it sets a very dangerous precedent. It already has for that moments when women have postpartum depression or any kind of other mental health disease. It is essentially a shot right back into the 1890s where we got our periods and they would lock us up in an asylum for a week. Listen, this girl needs medical treatment. And like Hillary said, business managers can come in who are independent and will not manipulate her that will keep her money safe and keep her on the right track. I think also her dad completely isolated her from so many good family and friends that were that were in her inner circle. And I just, I think the whole thing is garbage. And the lawyer even said on the documentary that once a conservatorship is granted, it's like, she's never even been on a case where one was revoked. So I just think it's very, very dangerous. And I I genuinely like feel so bad for her. That piece where they talked about like, this as a business model, they're like, whoa, no, this is not a good model for anybody. She just needs something like a trust, something that will just kind of give her money monthly and, and, and so on, but not, this is basically you, it's, yeah, it's like being a ward of the state or something like that. Okay. And we, we created it. I mean, I, that's one thing, like, yeah. we talked about Justin Timberlake a little bit, but like, oh, man, Diane Sawyer and all that other stuff, I, I can't imagine the world was so different back then. And that doesn't excuse it at all. But I, it's so crazy to me, the standards that she was held to versus the standards men of the time were held to. I mean, it's in, there's a lot of other people from her era, like Christina Aguilera and Pink and all these other people 
who have also spoken out about things that they went through during that time and that they had to face because they, you know, weren't pretty enough or skinny enough, weren't whatever. I mean, I just think, man, we really abused her as like a, a population. Yeah. I think it would have been nice if, and this wouldn't have come from Justin Timberlake, but it would have come from like maybe Usher. I'm trying to think of like, who was like a really big male celebrity, like the big word that we use in these times is like an ally. Brittany needed an ally, like a male to stand up for and be like, big dude, like, or big deal. Like she cheated on you, dude. Like you wrote a great song about it. Get over it. People stop asking her questions about it. Brad Pitt did that for Gwyneth Paltrow back around um, when Shakespeare in Love came out. Harvey Weinstein like straight up tried to pull something on Gwyneth Paltrow and Gwyneth Paltrow told Brad Pitt and rather than Brad Pitt being scared of Harvey Weinstein, because he was super big back then too, he yeah. literally went into his office and like ripped him a new one. And that is the kind of dude that Brittany, I think, needed just to like help her navigate that because her dad didn't stand up for her. Her mom didn't stand up for her. None of the other female pop stars stuck up for her. She literally rode that bus by herself. And that's, again, another. it's just so sad. 100% KG that was so well put ladies what do you want for Brittany in the next in the future what would you like to see her do let's say she gets out from under the conservatorship free Brittany what would you like to see her do in the uh, in these years of her life like what what would you like do like I want Brittany unplugged like let's do I mean even if it's whatever up to her own devices, whether it's like a completely relaxing and never doing anything ever again, because that's probably what she wants to do, or up to her own devices, like an unplugged album, let's get acoustic, she's a good singer, whatever, let's go wild. Um, I just would like some peace and quiet for her though, the poor thing. And the interviewer that asked her about her breasts, I hope he gets hit by a bus. Yeah, I love it. Maybe partner with Taylor Swift. Have a huge comeback. I love it. Hillary, would you like to see Britney do in the future? I mean, as a fan, obviously I would love more music and another um, residency or something like that. But honestly, like if she never created anything ever again, she's given enough and that would be okay. I just think it'd be great for her to just live her life. I mean, she's, she's earned it. Yeah. Uh, KG, what would you like to see Brittany do in the future? I mean, selfishly, I want to see her in Vegas, <laughs> but I think she, I think she just wants to be like a mom and do music whenever and however she wants. And with, if this conservatorship ends, then she'll be able to do both those things. I like it. Uh, Vegas does feel like the right place, you know, like let her fans come to her. Um, and then she can, you know, just stay there and commute back to LA. I'd love to see her do like a, um, like a lifestyle brand, you know, like wear flowy pants and like have her kids, but then like do like, um, skincare or holistic stuff, like just relax and earn money that way. And I just, I really have always wanted to, I'm happiest when I see Britney's hair looking really good. Like I just want her hair to look really good, you know, not brassy, just nice, just pretty. 
those are my favorite Britney. And I'm looking at our pictures here. I'm like, those are my favorite is when her hair is looking really good. So she did rock the bald though. She is, you know, she, she looked nice with that. Last thoughts, last comments, shout outs or emotional outbursts. Free Britney. Free Britney. Free Britney. Definitely free, Brittany. Um, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. What are your thoughts? Comment below. Let us know. Are we full of crap or are we pretty right on? Because I think we're pretty right on. Like, subscribe, comment, share, do all of the things. For Hillary Hudson, Carrie Gallagher, and Katie Kay, I'm Mary Upchurch. We'll see you next time on Totally Off Topic. Hey there, Katie again. Thanks for listening. For exclusive content, head to Broken Drift Patreon. And before the outro music plays, subscribe to the Broken Drift Productions YouTube channel to watch episodes or subscribe to our podcast channel. All links are in the episode bio. Bye.